0: VALUABLE MISCELLANEOUS RECEIPTS FOR THE HOUSEHOLD AND EVERYDAY REQUIREMENTS FOR OUR KNOWLEDGE BOX THIS LIBRIVOX RECORDING IS IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN OUR KNOWLEDGE BOX BY GEORGE Blackie. VALUABLE MISCELLANEOUS RECEIPTS FOR THE HOUSEHOLD AND EVERYDAY REQUIREMENTS ALUM and STARCH FOR STARCHING MUSLINS, GINGHAMS, AND CALICOS Dissolve a piece of alum the size of a shell-bark, for every pint of starch, and add to it. By so doing the colours will keep bright for a long time, which is very desirable when dresses must often be washed and the cost is but a trifle. CIDER-YEAST Take cider from sour apples before it ferments. Scald, skim thoroughly, and pour, while hot, upon flour enough to make a stiff batter. When cool, add yeast of any kind and let it rise stirring it down as often as it tries to run over for several days then put it in a cool place where it will not freeze and you will have something equal to the best hop yeast it will keep until may without any further labor to destroy cockroaches the following is said to be effectual These vermin are easily destroyed simply by cutting up green cucumbers at night, and placing them about where roaches commit depredations. What is cut from the cucumbers in preparing them for the table answers the purpose as well, and three applications will destroy all the roaches in the house. Remove the peelings in the morning, and renew them at night. FIRE KINDLERS Take a quart of tar and mix three pounds of resin, melt them. Bring to a cooling temperature, mixed with as much sawdust, with a little charcoal added, as can be worked in. Spread out, while hot, upon a board. When cold, break up into lumps the size of a large hickory-nut, and you have, at a small expense, kindling material enough for a household for one year. They will easily ignite from a match, and burn with a strong blaze, long enough to start any wood that is fit to burn. Remedy against moths an ounce of gum camphor and one of the powdered shell of red pepper are macerated in eight ounces of strong alcohol for several days then strained with this tincture the furs or cloths are sprinkled over and rolled up in sheets instead of the pepper bitter apple may be used this remedy is used in russia under the name of the chinese tincture for moths substitute for yeast boil one pound of flour one-quarter pound of brown sugar, and a little salt in two gallons of water for one hour. When milk warm, bottle and cork close, and it will be ready for use in twenty-four hours. To make lee, have a large tub or cask and bore a hole in one side for a tap near the bottom. Place several bricks near the hole, and cover them with straw. Fill the barrel with strong wood ashes oak ashes are strongest and those of apple-tree wood make the whitest soap pour on boiling water until it begins to run then put in the tap and let it soak if the ashes settle down as they are wet fill in until full tomato wine take ripe fresh tomatoes mash very fine strain through a fine sieve sweeten with good sugar to suit the taste set it away in an earthen or glass vessel nearly full cover tight with exception of a small hole for the refuse to work off through during its fermentation when it is done fermenting it will become pure and clear then bottle and cork tight a little salt improves its flavor age improves it to color brown on cotton or woolen for ten pounds of cloth boil three pounds of catachu in as much water as needed to cover the goods. When dissolved, add four ounces of blue vitriol, stir it well, put in the cloth, and let it remain all night. In the morning, drain it thoroughly. Put four ounces of bichromate of potash in boiling water, sufficient to cover your goods. Let it remain fifteen minutes. Wash in cold water, color in iron. To Cleanse and Brighten Faded Brussels Carpet Boil some bran in water, and with this wash the carpet with a flannel and brush, using fuller's earth for the worst parts. When dry, the carpet must be well beaten to get out the fuller's earth, then washed over with a weak solution of alum to brighten the colors. Some housekeepers cleanse and brighten carpets by sprinkling them first with fine salt, and then sweeping them thoroughly. To give stoves a fine, brilliant appearance— a teaspoonful of pulverized alum mixed with stove polish will give a stove a fine lustre which will be quite permanent method of keeping hams in summer make bags of unbleached muslin place in the bottom a little good sweet hay put in the ham and then press around and over it firmly more hay tie the bag and hang it up in a dry place ham secured in this way will keep for years how to cause vegetables and fruits to grow to an enormous size and also to increase the brilliancy and fragrancy of flowers a curious discovery was recently made public in france in regard to the culture of vegetable and fruit trees by watering with a solution of sulphate of iron the most wonderful fecundity has been attained pear trees and beans which have been submitted to this treatment have nearly doubled in the size of their productions, and a noticeable improvement has been remarked in their flavor. Dr. Beccor reports that while at the head of an establishment at Engien, or the Sulphurous Springs, he had the gardens and plantations connected with it watered, during several weeks of the early spring, with sulphurous water, and that not only the plantations prospered to a remarkable extent, but flowers acquired a peculiar brilliancy of coloring and healthy aspect which attracted universal attention drying corn with a sharp knife shave the corn from the ear then scrape the cob leaving one-half the hull clinging to the cob place a tin or earthen vessel two-thirds full of this milk of corn over a kettle of boiling water stir frequently until dry enough to spread upon a firm cloth without sticking when the wind and sun away from dust and flies will soon complete the process to prepare for the table put in cold water set it where it will become hot but not boil for two hours then season with salt and pepper boil for ten minutes add of butter and white sugar a tablespoon of each just before ready to serve to destroy lice on chickens the following will kill lice on the first application put six cents worth of cracked cocculus indicus berries into a bottle that will hold a half pint of alcohol fill the bottle with alcohol and let it stand twenty-four hours when the hen comes off with the young chickens take the mixture and with a small cotton rag wet the head of each chicken enough to have it reach through the little feathers to the skin also with the same rag wet the hen under her wings be careful that no child or any one else uses it because it is a deadly poison cracked wheat for a pint of the cracked grain, have two quarts of water boiling in a smooth iron pot over a quick fire stir in the wheat slowly boil fast and stir constantly for the first half hour of cooking or until it begins to thicken and pop up then lift From the quick fire and place the pot where the wheat will cook slowly for an hour longer. Keep it covered closely, stir now and then, and be careful not to let it burn at the bottom. Wheat cooked thus is much sweeter and richer than when left to soak and simmer for hours, as many think necessary. White wheat cooks the easiest. When ready to dish out, have your moulds moistened with cold water, cover lightly, and set in a cool place eat warm or cold with milk and sugar how to have green pea soup in winter sow peas thickly in pots and boxes say six weeks before the soup is wanted place them in a temperature of sixty degrees or so close to the glass in a house or pit cut the plants as soon as they attain a height of from three to six inches and rub them through a sieve the shoots alone will make a fair soup Mixed with dry peas, also passed through a sieve, no one could scarcely distinguish color or flavor from that of real green pea soup. There is, however, considerable difference in the flavor of pea leaves, as well as of the peas themselves. The best marrows, such as Ne Ultra and Vici's Perfection, yield the most piquant cuttings. Also the more light the plants receive, the higher the flavor plants drawn up or at all blanched being by no means comparable with those well and strongly grown in the spring a few patches of rows may be sown in open quarters expressly for green cuttings these are most perfect and full flavored when four inches high when too long the flavor seems to have run to wood and the peculiar aroma of green peas is weaker there is yet another mode of making green pea soup at any season At very short notice chip the peas by steeping them in water and leaving them in a warm place for a few days then slightly boil or stew chips and all and pass them through a sieve the flavor is full and good though such pea soup lacks color it is astonishing how much the mere vegetation of seeds develops their more active and predominant flavor or qualities a fact that might often be turned to useful account in the kitchen in the flavoring of soups or dishes, with turnips, celery, parsley, etc. Composition for Restoring Scorched Linen Boil, to a good consistency, in half a pint of vinegar, two ounces of Fuller's earth, an ounce of hen's dung, half an ounce of cake soap, and the juice of two onions. Spread this composition over the whole of the damaged part, and if the scorching is not quite through, and the threads actually consumed after suffering it to dry on and letting it receive a subsequent good washing or two the place will appear full as white and perfect as any other part of the linen to remove indelible ink stains soak the stained spot in strong salt water then wash it with ammonia salt changes the nitrate of silver into chloride of silver and ammonia dissolves the chloride To cook cauliflower. Choose those that are close and white and of middle size. Trim off the outside leaves. Cut the stalk off flat at the bottom. Let them lie in salt and water an hour before you boil them. Put them into boiling water with a handful of salt in it. Skim it well, and let it boil slowly until done. Fifteen minutes will suffice for a small one, and twenty will be long enough for a large one. If it is boiled a minute or two after it is done, the flavor will be impaired. To Pickle String Beans Place them in a pan with alternate layers of salt, and leave them thus for twenty-four hours. Drain them, and place them in a jar with allspice, cloves, pepper, and a little salt. Boil enough vinegar to cover them, pour over them, and let them stand till the next day boil the vinegar the second time and pour it on again the second day boil the vinegar for the last time pour it over the beans and when quite cold cover the jar tightly and set in a cool closet how to cause a baby to thrive and grow try the milk first drawn from a cow that is fresh add one quarter water and a little sugar if the milk constipates sweeten it with molasses or mix with it a small quantity of magnesia, abjure soothing syrups, and for colic give catnip or smellage tea. Give the baby a tepid bath at night as well as in the morning, rubbing him well with the hand. After the bath let him feed and then sleep. We find open air the best of tonic for babies. Ours takes his naps out of doors in the shade during the warm weather, and his cheeks are two roses to can gooseberries without breaking them. Fill the cans with berries, and partly cover with water. Set the jars into a vessel of water, and raise the temperature to the boiling point. Boil eight minutes, remove from the kettle, cover with boiling water, and seal immediately. If sugar is used, let it be pure white, and allow eight ounces to a quart of berries. Make into a syrup, and use in the cans instead of water the glass cans with glass tops a rubber and a screw ring we have found the simplest and most perfect of the many kinds offered for sale in the market ready mode of mending cracks in stoves pipes and iron ovens when a crack is discovered in a stove through which the fire or smoke penetrates the aperture may be completely closed in a moment with a composition consisting of wood ashes and common salt made up into paste with a little water and plastered over the crack the good effect is equally certain whether the stove etc be cold or hot to keep milk from turning sour add a little subcarbonate of soda or of potash this by combining with and neutralizing the acetic acid formed has the desired effect and keeps the milk from turning sooner than it otherwise would the addition is perfectly harmless and does not injure the taste strawberry vinegar put four pounds of very ripe strawberries nicely dressed into three quarts of the best vinegar and let them stand three or four days then drain the vinegar through a jelly-bag and pour it on the same quantity of fruit repeat the process in three days for a third time finally to each pound of the liquor thus obtained add one pound of fine sugar bottle, and let it stand covered, but not tightly corked, one week. Then cork it tight, and set it in a cool, dry place, where it will not freeze. Raspberry vinegar is made the same way. CIDER VINEGAR After cider has become too sour for use, set it in a warm place, put to it occasionally the rinsings of the sugar basin or molasses jug, and any remains of ale or cold tea, let it remain with the bung open and you will soon have the best of vinegar to give lustre to silver dissolve a quantity of alum in water so as to make a pretty strong brine and skim it carefully then add some soap to it and dip a linen rag in it and rub over the silver close waterproof cloth fabrics such as glazed oilcloth india-rubber and gutta-percha cloth are completely waterproof but do not permit perspiration and the exhaled gases from the skin to pass through them because they are air-tight as well as water-tight persons who wear air-tight garments soon become faint if they are undergoing severe exercise such as that to which soldiers are exposed when on march a porous waterproof cloth therefore is the best for outer garments during wet weather for those whose duties or labor causes them to perspire freely the best way for preparing such cloth is by the following process take two and one quarter pounds of alum and dissolve this in ten gallons of boiling water then in a separate vessel dissolve the same quantity of sugar of lead in ten gallons of boiling water and mix the two solutions the cloth is now well handled in this liquid until every part of it is penetrated Then it is squeezed and dried in the air, or in a warm apartment, then washed in cold water and dried again, when it is fit for use. If necessary, the cloth may be dipped in the liquid and dried twice before being washed. The liquid appears curdled when the alum and lead solutions are mixed together. This is the result of double decomposition, the sulphate of lead, which is an insoluble salt, being formed. The sulphate of lead is taken up in the pores of the cloth, and it is unaffected by rains or moisture, and yet it does not render the cloth airtight. Such cloth is also partially non-inflammable. A solution of alum itself will render cloth, prepared as described, partially waterproof, but it is not so good as the sulphate of lead. Such cloth, cotton or woolen, sheds rain like the feathers on the back of a duck. TO CLEANSE CARPET One teaspoonful liquid ammonia in one gallon warm water will often restore the color of carpets, even if produced by acid or alkali. If a ceiling has been whitewashed with the carpet down, and a few drops are visible, this will remove it. Or, after the carpet is well beaten and brushed, scour with ox gall, which will not only extract grease, but freshen the colors. One pint of gall and three gallons of warm water will do a large carpet. Table floor cloths may be thus washed the suds left from a wash where ammonia is used even if almost cold cleanses these floor cloths well to keep hams After the meat has been well cured by pickle and smoke take some clean ashes from bits of coal moisten them with a little water So they will form a paste or else just wet the hams a little and rub on the dry ashes rubbed in thoroughly they serve as a capital insect protector and the hams can be hung up in the smoke-house or wood-chamber without any danger of molestation a cold cement for mending earthenware says a recent english work reckoned a great secret among workmen is made by grating a pound of old cheese with a bread grater into a quart of milk in which it must be left for a period of fourteen hours it should be stirred quite often A pound of unslaked lime finely pulverized in a mortar is then added and the whole is thoroughly mixed by beating this done the whites of twenty-five eggs are incorporated with the rest and the whole is ready for use there is another cement for the same purpose which is used hot it is made of resin beeswax brick dust and chalk boiled together the substances to be cemented must be heated and when the surfaces are coated with cement They must be rubbed hard upon each other, as in making a glue-joint with wood. HOW TO MAKE CUCUMBER VINES bear FIVE CROPS When a cucumber is taken from the vine, let it be cut with a knife, leaving about the eighth of an inch of the cucumber on the stem, then slit the stem with a knife from the end to the vine, leaving a small portion of the cucumber on each division, and on each separate slit there will be a new cucumber as large as the first white cement take white fish glue one pound ten ounces dry white lead six ounces soft water three pints alcohol one pint dissolve the glue by putting it in a tin kettle or dish containing the water and set this dish in a kettle of water to prevent the glue from being burned when the glue is all dissolved put in the lead and stir and boil until it is thoroughly mixed remove from the fire and when cool enough to bottle add the alcohol and bottle while it is yet warm keeping it corked this last recipe has been sold about the country for from twenty-five cents to five dollars and one man gave a horse for it bruises on furniture wet the part in warm water double a piece of brown paper five or six times soak in the warm water and lay it on the place apply on that a warm but not hot flat iron Till the moisture is evaporated. If the bruise be not gone, repeat the process. After two or three applications, the dent will be raised to the surface. If the bruise be small, merely soak it with warm water and hold a red-hot iron near the surface, keeping the surface continually wet. The bruise will soon disappear. To prevent iron rust. Kerosene applied to stoves or farming implements during summer will prevent their rusting. To color sheepskins, unslaked, lime, and litharge, equal parts, mixed to a thin paste with water, will color buff, several coats will make it a dark brown, by adding a little ammonia and nitrate of silver, a fine black is produced. Terra japonica will impart a tan color to wool, and the red shade is deepened by sponging with a solution of lime and water, using a strong solution of alum water to set the colors one part crystallized nitrate silver eight parts carbonate ammonia and one and one-half parts soft-water dyes brown every additional coat darkens the color until a black is obtained remedy for bums take one teacup of lard and the whites of two eggs work together as much as it can be then spread on cloths and apply change as often as necessary how summer suits should be washed summer suits are nearly all made of white or buff linen piquet cambric or muslin and the art of preserving the new appearance after washing is a matter of the greatest importance common washerwomen spoil everything with soda and nothing is more frequent than to see the delicate tints of lawns and percales turned into dark blotches and muddy streaks by the ignorance and vandalism of a laundress it is worth while for ladies to pay attention to this and insist upon having their summer dresses washed according to the directions which they should be prepared to give their laundresses themselves. In the first place the water should be tepid, the soap should not be allowed to touch the fabric. It should be washed and rinsed quick, turned upon the wrong side, and hung in the shade to dry, and when starched in thin boiled but not boiling starch, should be folded in sheets or towels, and ironed upon the wrong side as soon as possible. But linen should be washed in water in which hay or a quart bag of bran has been boiled this last will be found to answer for starch as well and is excellent for print dresses of all kinds but a handful of salt is very useful also to set the colours of light cambrics and dotted lawns and a little ox gall will not only set but brighten yellow and purple tints and has a good effect upon green how to fasten rubber to wood and metal. As rubber plates and rings are nowadays used almost exclusively for making connections between steam and other pipes and apparatus, much annoyance is often experienced by the impossibility or imperfection of an air-tight connection. This is obviated entirely by employing a cement which fastens alike well to the rubber and to the metal or wood. Such cement is prepared by a solution of shellac in ammonia this is best made by soaking pulverized gum shellac in ten times its weight of strong ammonia when a slimy mass is obtained which in three to four weeks will become liquid without the use of hot water this softens the rubber and becomes after volatilization of the ammonia hard and impermeable to gases and fluids renewing maroon colors on wool wash the goods in very weak lye then rinse thoroughly in clear water Thus you have a beautiful, even color, although your goods may have been much faded and stained. Though the color thus obtained may not be the exact shade as when new, it is, however, a very pretty one. The above will not answer for other than all woolen goods of maroon color. To make waterproof cloth out of thick ducking. The following French recipe is given. Take two pounds four ounces of alum, and dissolve it in ten gallons of water in like manner dissolve the same quantity of sugar of lead in a similar quantity of water and mix the two together they form a precipitate of the sulphate of lead the clear liquor is now withdrawn and the cloth immersed one hour in the solution when it is taken out and dried in the shade washed in clean water and dried again how to stop a pinhole in lead pipe take a tenpenny nail Place the square end upon the hole, and hit it two or three slight blows with a hammer, and the orifice is closed as tight as though you had employed a plumber to do it at a cost of a dollar or more. TO BUILD A CHIMNEY THAT WILL NOT SMOKE The Scientific American gives the following hints to those who would build a chimney which will not smoke. The chief point is to make the throat not less than four inches broad and twelve long then the chimney should be abruptly enlarged to double the size and so continued for one foot or more then it may be gradually tapered off as desired but the inside of the chimney throughout its whole length to the top should be plastered very smooth with good mortar which will harden with age the area of a chimney should be at least half a square foot and no flues less than sixty square inches the best shape for a chimney is circular or many-sided as giving less friction Brick is the best material, as it is a non-conductor, and the higher above the roof the better. TO PREVENT TURNER'S WOOD SPLITTING Small pieces of valuable wood, such kinds as are used for turning, etc., are very liable to split readily, that is, outward from the centre. To prevent this, soak the pieces, when first cut, in cold water for twenty-four hours then boil in hot water for two or three hours and afterward dry slowly and under cover this will be found useful in making handsome mantle toilet and other articles from sumac cherry and other woods that never grow very large to remove dry paint on windows the most economical way to remove dry paint from the panes is to make a small swab having a handle of some eight inches long dip it in a little diluted oxalic acid, and rub off the paint with a swab. Everlasting Fence-Posts I discovered many years ago that wood could be made to last longer than iron in the ground, but thought the process so simple and inexpensive that it was not worth while making any stir about it. I would as soon have poplar, basswood, or quaking ash as any other kind of timber for fence-posts. I have taken out basswood posts after having been set seven years, which were as sound when taken out as when they were first put in the ground. Time and weather seemed to have no effect on them. The posts can be prepared for less than two cents apiece. This is the recipe. Take boiled linseed oil, and stir in it pulverized charcoal, to the consistency of paint. Put a coat of this over the timber, and there is not a man that will live to see it rotten." how to test the richness of milk procure any long glass vessel a cologne bottle or long vial. take a narrow strip of paper just the length from the neck to the bottom of the vial, and mark it off with one hundred lines at equal distances or into fifty lines and count each as two and paste it upon the phial so as to divide its length into a hundred equal parts fill it to the highest mark with milk fresh from the cow and allow it to stand in a perpendicular position 24 hours the number of spaces occupied by the cream will give you its exact percentage in the milk without any guesswork end of valuable miscellaneous receipts part a recording by bill borst